Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Now, Todd Smith, uh, who is the government house leader in the legislature, he's a minister of economic development, job creation and trade, uh, seeing sort of both sides of the ledger. And I wanted to break that down. And uh, let's start first off with a good news story or two. Todd, good to have you back on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Hey, John. Great to be back. Did you watch last night's game, by the way? Of course I did. I was yelling and screaming and kicking in the fourth quarter. It was a, a great outcome, though. It took a little while to get there, but uh, really excited to see the Raptors win. It's been fun to follow them on this crusade. All right. Yeah, yes, it has been. By the way, anything uh, apart from, I guess, the uh, civic uh, recognition on Monday at the parade uh, planned in the legislature by way of recognition? Well, unfortunately, the legislature isn't sitting. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Twenty eighth. So, uh, so I'm sure uh, I I, pa- I actually uh, signed a letter today, John, to raise the We the North flag at Queens Park. So uh, that should be up by now if it's not already. And uh, so the We the North flag will be flying at Queens Park uh, later today or, or the week this weekend. All right, fair enough. Uh, so that's another good news story. Uh, on another matter, as I understand it, earlier this week you were speaking before the Auto Parts Manufacturing Association here and. Uh, there's a plan. You've got a strategy. Uh, I guess it was articulated back in the wintertime to bring new auto assembly plants into the province and uh, help auto manufacturing, uh, parts manufacturers as well. Tell us about that. Yeah, we're still working hard on this uh, with the Auto Parts Manufacturers Association. They had their big conference down in Windsor. It was a great day, and we're continuing to try and make sure that we're creating that environment in Ontario where uh, the manufacturers that we have now, the five major manufacturers in Ontario that are producing about 2 million vehicles every year continue to operate, but also creating that environment where we can attract a new OEM, a new manufacturer from another part of the world to set up and start manufacturing here in Ontario. We've got the great supply chain. We've got a talented auto worker force, uh, workforce, and uh, and we've got a lot going for us. Uh, we have a side letter as a part of the NAFTA deal, which gives us an opportunity to uh, build more cars here, about 600,000 more tariff-free, and send them into North America, across North America. Um, but uh, we also want to make sure that we're sending the signal to those who are currently operating here that we understand they're being over-regulated and we're uh, reducing red tape. And that's what uh, this week's announcement was all about in Windsor, was just ensuring that we're listening to the manufacturers and those in the parts sector and uh, stripping away the unnecessary red tape where we can to make them more competitive. All right, a quick criticism, because uh, earlier this week when I broached this with Buzz Hargrove, past president of the Canadian Auto Workers Union, he said, oh, that's all well and good trying to attract people like India's Tata Auto as well as Hero and Mahindra. Uh, He said, well, why didn't they do more to keep existing, like the big three, GM and Oshawa, for example, and so on and so forth, uh, rather than casting the net far afield and trying to lure people from offshore? Why not keep the domestic industry going? Uh, What do you say in response? Yeah, I mean, we're doing that. That's exactly what we're doing. Uh, We have uh, meetings uh, uh, very, very often ensuring that we're listening to the big three uh, automakers out of Detroit and then, uh, of course, Honda and Toyota, who are also operating uh, here in Ontario now. 
uh, to make sure that we're creating that environment where they can continue to be successful. Um, when it came to Oshawa, unfortunately, it was the policies of Kathleen Wynne and the previous Liberal government uh, driving electricity prices through the roof and uh, continuing to layer on uh, regulations that were unnecessary and making it more difficult. Bill 148 uh, that the Liberals brought in was an absolute job killer, and, and the federal Liberals uh, aren't helping either by implementing a carbon tax. So we're doing everything we can, John, at the provincial level to make sure that the environment for job creation is a competitive one. And we've seen the results in Ontario. 190,000 jobs have been created since we became the government, by far outpacing any other jurisdiction in Canada or the United States, for that matter. You talk about the carbon tax, uh, where I guess it seemed ill-advised that uh, people would be paying for, you know, burning fossil fuels and the like. Uh, the story went that the major emitters would get a pass, and auto uh, manufacturing, I believe, was one of the 19. And uh, I guess in your plan as well, major emitters are supposedly going to pay, but would auto manufacturers be included in that, or would they also get special dispensation? Yeah, I mean, we're going to work with those uh, industries so that we're not saddling them with an unnecessary tax and ensuring that they can be competitive. Uh, the, the one thing about Ontario is, uh, you know, we are the only jurisdiction in North America that's manufacturing cars that faces a carbon tax. Uh, so it's putting uh, an uncompetitive, putting them in an uncompetitive disadvantage uh, when it comes to their counterparts across uh, this continent and, and, and even around the world. So, I mean, what we want to do is make sure that we're not adding unnecessary taxes, that we're getting rid of red tape, uh, that we're putting in incentives like the job creation um, incentive, which allows companies to write off their investments in their companies faster. You know, these are all good signals that we're sending the, to the to the manufacturing sector and the auto and auto parts sector. I can tell you that uh, uh, the reception that we had in Windsor from those in the parts supply chain and the manufacturers was we're so grateful that we have a government that's a- actually listening to us and not just listening but then acting on their concerns. And that's what the regulation package was that we announced earlier this week. There were four key pieces that uh, were causing some problems for uh, competitiveness in the auto sector, and we, we, uh, we moved on those quickly, and, and we still have more to come with the second part of our Driving Prosperity Auto Plan for Ontario later this year. All right, just so I'm clear, I mean, a carbon tax on major emitters, but uh, auto manufacturing would not be one sector, such sector. No, I mean, we want to make sure that we're working with uh, those who are trade exposed, particularly like the auto sector, to make sure that uh, they can be competitive on the global stage, because if they're not, they're not going to be here for much longer. Todd, let me ask you finally, I mean, uh, this is a good news story, uh, certainly on the face of it. Seems like these stories get eclipsed by uh, negativity. Uh, There have been stories coming out of the, uh, I guess, various media about uh, dissension in the ranks and whatever. And uh, do you ever get the sense that maybe some of the Ford government policy initiatives are poorly communicated or you're not given full credit or maybe they're being spun by a biased media? How do you see it? Yeah, I mean, it's been difficult. I mean, it was interesting. I just heard two ads uh, before we came on the air. and You know, we're up against uh, some some well-funded, uh, public sector and private sector unions, for that matter, that are advertising and, and, and getting their message out. Um, you know, we're, we're doing our best to make sure that we're getting our message out. I can tell you there's no dissension in the ranks. I think everybody is very proud of the year that uh, we've just had at Queen's Park. We passed a record number of pieces of legislation, 20 uh, in all. And, uh, you know, we, we're getting uh, the economy moving again, 190,000 jobs created. We've had our 
our uh, credit rating upgraded from negative to stable, which I think is a, a strong signal of the work that we've been doing to get our financial track on the right track. And uh, so I, I'm very proud. I know the team is very proud of the uh, accomplishments that we've had. We can, we can always do better. And uh, I think all of us acknowledge that we can do better in, in communicating our message. But when you've been acting as quickly as we have been in so many different policy areas from job creation to healthcare to education to major reforms in how we build uh, housing and uh, just so many different things have been going on. Uh, there are mistakes that are going to be made. We can always do better. And I know that was the conversation uh, that we had last week in our end of the session meetings. All right. Uh, well, I appreciate your time very much. Uh, you're right. The legislature is down, but the flag should be flying proudly at Queen's Park. We the North. Todd Smith is the government house leader and minister of economic development, job creation and trade. Good to talk and enjoy your summer. Thanks, John. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.